Welcome back to Cincy Brewcast. I'm the Gnarly Gnome. You are listening to the podcast about Cincinnati beer, about, I guess sometimes it's non-Cincinnati beer too, but mostly Cincinnati beer. We drink, we, uh, uh, yeah, we, we, we drink. <laughs> That's pretty much the, uh, the real basis of the show. Um, joined by Josh Raging Hop. Again, don't Howdy. ever know how to, to, to handle this, uh, this transition. Uh, <laughs> we, we might, we might just, just call it. Call it dead by now. Like, <laughs> I'm Josh. Yeah, but like it's 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 strange. Like I, there are people that like there's some people that like when they see me call me by like my real name now that like they've yeah. known me a lot. There's a lot of people though that just know me as gnome. That's and true. like if you if you switch that all of a sudden on somebody, like it's 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 difficult. Yeah. It's a hard transition. I mean, oh. your your name and my phone's still the gnome. So. It's it's probably in a like... lot of phones. <laughs> um, usually my wife just does it when she's mad at me. And, uh, and Danny from from Sonder. Um, first time, second time on the show. Third, actually. Third, yeah, we did yeah. Oktoberfest. That's yeah. right. Um, first time in the studio, though. Yeah, studio's um, dope. Happy to be here. Yeah, but let's make it sound like it's way better than it is. There's it's, not, it's there's not blankets hanging on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> there's neon lights. And right. It's freaking awesome. Um, there is one neon light in their fridge. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, I miss that. Got it, for sure. Um, oh, I forgot to turn the, the heater off, too. We, uh, um, the, uh, I don't know if it comes through. I can hear it. So, you know, the, the, the furnace. Hang on. We'll just do this during the show. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's my life. Um, we have a, uh, a a really fun show tonight. I think it's going to be a fun show. We did something similar to this, me and Josh. And was it just us two? Or um, was, um, I think, was Joe here? I think too? Joe was here. Um, was craft beer Joe we, was with us. We drank through, at that time, three, three years yeah. of, of um, Mad Tree's Thundersnow with the idea that it might change. Didn't really a whole lot then. We did no. this uh, not on the show. We did this off the air. But we decided that since we had a couple more cans from then stashed away in the cellar, we would do it on the air this time. And uh, we needed one from from last year. And Danny, you haven't had one. <laughs> it's, it is one of those beers, and I don't know what this is that people hang on to. Like people stash it away. Like even if it's just kind of accidental in the fridge or something. Like everybody like mine hangs was on to mine these. was accidental. <laughs> mine was, I, mine yeah. was too. Yeah. yeah. It was like uh, it was my twenty sixth birthday, I think, and uh, my uh, girlfriend, now fiance at the time, she made a cake out of thunder snow because she knew it was my favorite winter beer. Okay, and um, I found I think two or three cans that were like stashed away somewhere, and that's how the conversation started. And uh, the gnome was like, "Yo." I think I, I, I think I have, have one. one, and then like, <laughs> and that's where it happens. So, <laughs> I uh, so now like winter of eighteen, I went on like a weird. So I'm not a big stout guy, or really just dark. This is a Scottish or whatever. So like dark beers in general, I I like them, but it's not like a style that I really gravitate to. But I went on like a three month heater of like <laughs> I love dark beers, so I like overbought a shit ton of dark beers in like late eighteen. And I saw you guys talking on Twitter, like, man, we just need a 2018 Thunderstone. I was like, 
That's like an off chance that I have one. <laughs> and then here we are. Um, I'm I'm actually really excited, especially with the older ones, to see if now they've, because they, they, like I said, they didn't really drop off all that much after three yeah, years. It was just like some of the spice notes really kind of disappeared. But I mean, okay. in general, it was a, still a very enjoyable beer. Um, right. I don't know if that's a testament to using cans to, uh, to store beer versus bottles or... <laughs> just a testament to what this beer is i don't know right <laughs> higher alcohol i don't know it's uh how are we gonna do this all right so so i think you wanna, do you have a 17 somewhere a, uh, there's sh- 15, 16s i oh. brought i brought an 18 and then we've got oh, a 19 maybe we don't have a 17 what Hang on, you guys just talk about this. Let me go look in the cellar. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was looking at all these cans. I was like, I triple checked it. I was like, 14, 15, 16, 18. Shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, 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 I thought he Uh-oh. had some in his hand. Oh, I mean, I guess 17 really wouldn't break the bank. We got 14, 15, 16. You know what? You know what sucks is I. I'm pretty sure. I know I have a can of it somewhere. Um, Do you really think it's a 17? Cellar. It could be. Really? I swear to God, if I go home after this <laughs> and it's a 17, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I will. Oh, I will be mad. I do not. Oh. A uh, Mount Carmel winter from sometime. It's not new. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh man, that's all right though. I don't live that far. I can go look really quick. <laughs> <Yeah, that's all laughs> Honestly, just I'm really intrigued by this 14. That's I don't the know. The 14 how we, and the 15 is yeah. gonna be really interesting. Oh, do you guys want to drink them in some kind of order or you just want to kind of I'll roll with whatever, man. Let's drink them I mean, in let's drink them in order. Okay. Or some kind of order. <laughs> I mean let's let's go. Wanna, yeah, let's wanna, start with 14 and go up. You wanna okay. Okay. why not? Yeah. All right, crack the 14 open. Uh, what are you guys anticipating? Do you think it's going to? Uh, I can't imagine there's a whole lot maybe of spice we should, in this. You maybe we should also earlier. pour the fresh one just so that we have like a baseline. Um, yeah, it's not a bad idea. It looks. And it looks good. It smells yeah. good. Yeah. I don't feel like the color fell off. Um, let me pull up my notes here while we're. It doesn't. It does. Yeah, it smells good. I don't get. I don't get a lot of the spice. It's more like. It's more like a sweet caramel kind of. Yeah. So, like, you mentioned, it's a uh, a Scottish ale, a uh, a spiced Scottish ale. They uh, load it up with nutmeg, ginger, vanilla beans, cinnamon. So all of your. I guess standard winter spices is that a uh, a thing? Right. It's um, almost like they're like winter warmer almost. The new one and the old one definitely have distinct different smells. I guess if you hold up, well, the color's not bad. Oh, we didn't hit our from the beer fridge. Hang on. From the beer fridge. Can't can't miss that. The color's not far off. The new one looks oh, a yeah, tad bit darker, maybe. Um, the uh, the old one does kind of give off a little bit of like an oxidized kind of cardboardy yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, there's going to be, I guess, some can. oxygen yeah. in there some way. I don't get a whole lot of differences on the nose. I was hoping the uh, the barrel aged thunder snow would be out by now for us to have also. But Ooh. Yeah, is that a thing? Oh, they're oh, doing yeah. that. Oh yeah, it's a thing. Nice. Yeah. I hadn't heard that. Um, the new labels are pretty sweet too. Let me oh show really? Those while we're... Hell yeah. 
Um, yeah, I I haven't tried the fresh one yet, but um, that uh, that that aged one is pretty freaking good. Really, that's <laughs> all that, awesome. All that spice falls off, and it's just kind of like a a Scottish ale now. But there is like a like a thing going on, like yeah. a little bit yeah. of like a sweet kind of. I mean, I I definitely think it shows its age. Um, it's definitely. I mean, it's not. It's not like it's. It's. It's not like it's infected or bad or like super mm. oxidized. Like it's just. Yeah, so there's the uh, the new barrel aged Thunder oh, Snow nice. labels. Ooh. That's really cool. How great is that? It probably doesn't even need to sit in barrels that long. Yeah, this one doesn't say how long. It's the. <clears throat> no, it doesn't say. Um, I would be, I would be happy with this as a beer just by itself, though the the aged one. Mm-hmm. The flavor definitely falls off quite a bit. Hold on, I'm gonna take a sip of the new one. I was going to wait, but it reminds me a little bit of, um, and this is the, the age one I'm talking about, a little bit of like a, a barley winey kind of thing. Maybe that's just because I drink a lot of like aged barley wine versus mm-hmm. fresh barley wine, mm-hmm. but it reminds me kind of like a, like, like a, like a Bigfoot kind like of like a that. malty bready kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's tasty for sure. I mean, six years old, it definitely has a, Oh yeah, that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. It the, is a um, big difference. Like you drink the new one and you're like, and you're just, you're hit with all those spices. There's like a, right yeah, in the yeah. face. There's like a sharpness too. Like from yeah. I guess probably like the ginger or something in there mm-hmm. that I would have. Ne- I I would never like perceive it if I hadn't drank it next to the aged one. But like it um it gives you that little uh, almost like that 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 ginger spiciness that yeah. uh, that's and that's that's interesting. I actually really like the, the aged one a lot. <clears throat> yeah, like now that I'm like kind of swirling it around, like it kind of unlocks like some chocolate notes too. Mm-hmm. With the old one that you don't really get with the new one right away. It does have both chocolate rye and chocolate malt in it. Okay. So there is, I mean, not actual chocolate, but some kind of mm-hmm. chocolatey kind of malty things going on. Right, right, right. They make yep. it with. Uh, uh, two row, obviously, um, caramel ninety, victory, extra special, melanoidin, chocolate rye, chocolate, and then northern brewer and pearl hops, and then hit it with some nutmeg, some uh, locally grown ginger, some vanilla beans, and some cinnamon. It was the um, the the fourteen was the first year it went into cans too. Really? The, okay, yeah. cool. Um, I think they. I think they made it in the winter of 2013, but just on draft only. But that's not in my notes. It's out of my memory. So I believe be you're wrong. correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's good. Do we start now from the top and work our way back down? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I think we keep going from the bottom. Yeah, I think right. you got to go 15. I swear if I go home tonight <laughs> and it's a 17 on my shelf... That would be pretty funny. Well, I don't think that there's going to be that much of a, uh, a right. huge difference within each year. I don't think it's it really the, matters. It's the principle of the matter. <laughs> and that's the last 14, right? Or the, uh, That's the last or of all of these. Teeth and peas. We've been holding on to these for a while. Right. So there will be no 10-year vertical. There's definitely Look, a difference. Less chocolate on this. Yeah. The nose is a lot different on this one. 
less chocolate on the nose, but I think more chocolate in the taste. Is that <laughs> am I weird to think that? No. Um, I wonder if it's something else that's like. Um, I wonder if it's some of that that ginger kind of playing with. I don't know what that is, but it, it I I do get what you're saying. It stays on the palate way longer. Everybody excuse the silence while we all think yeah, about it. Right. Either that or like I'm thinking you're hearing us like sniff <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> really exciting audio here. <laughs> um I mean you could you can cut out a little of the silent parts, right? I, I could. <laughs> you're like, nah. Just sit there and drink a beer and enjoy. <laughs> I I'm I'm blown away. Like I would have like this is if you had not accidentally mm. saved some of these three, four, three, four years ago, whatever that was. Um, I don't think this is a beer that I would ever think to age, especially like, and we talked, we we talked a little bit about on purpose, the the difference (laughs) difference between cans and bottles. And I really don't age cans purposely Mm. at all. I've got maybe three or four that are stashed in there of different things that like sitting, but like there's something about that being in a can. I feel like it doesn't, it's, it, it doesn't age well but i mean i guess this is evidence that that's not necessarily the case right. like uh you know I, I don't know the science behind it or anything but I, I i feel like there's this under feeling of if you leave the beer in the can for too long it's gonna get way metallic-y or right whatever. i don't yeah. get that at all with the old one right at all no either of these two i don't think either of them are all that oxidized if at all right no i mean i definitely get a little bit from the old one i get a, just in that aroma i get a little bit of that, that cardboard kind of thing but not not a lot but I mean, in, in theory, if you've got you know low enough mm. oxygen going on there, it's it shouldn't really oxidize yeah. all that much in a can. That's the whole point of cans um, versus bottles. You know, it's going to come in one way or another. This is crazy. They're definitely getting sweeter with age. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and these are all fresh out of the fridge too. I wonder as they kind of yeah, like get closer up. to uh, to room temperature, what they're going to do. Let me just hug my thunderstone <laughs> as we as we talk. <laughs> Should have planned ahead and pulled them out of the fridge. And this is one of the colder fridges too. I think this one's like a thirty eight or something. Okay, so. yeah. I can't see it from here. It's like up in the not as cold as that uh, Twin Peaks place, huh? <laughs> no. So um, I don't know if everybody that's that's listening saw. So I there well or knows about this place. Twin Peaks is like a um, a Hooters esque. Uh, what do they call them? Uh, restaurants. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I've never um, so, heard that term. Sure. So not well, and and that in itself, I don't have an issue with. I I don't care if my waitress is scantily clad. It's kind of fun, but um, they uh, they serve all of their beer really, really cold. Um, which again, if that's what you want, whatever. I mean, I know there's places with uh, beer slushy machines and stuff, and that's cool, and that's right. cool, you know, whatever. But this was every single beer on draft comes out at 29 degrees Yikes. and is served into a frosty mug. Yeah. They freeze immediately when they go into these mugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I again, if you're drinking Bud Light and that's what you want, okay, it's gimmicky, it's 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 weird. But I, they had, like, um, Coast to Coast on tap. They had Gavel Banger. They I had... Gonna, I was going to ask if they had any local beers. Yeah, they had, they had, like, a handful of local beers and, like, like IPAs and like styles that I'm like that does not sound good frozen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would think twice. I mean, like 
you know, business is business, but at the same time, I, I don't, I don't know if I would want any of our beers like frozen like no, that. No, is that <laughs> right? Like, especially if you like, and and maybe this is a judgment and some kind of assumption about the the clientele that goes there. It might be the first experience that a lot of these people have with your beer, right? Do you want that to be their first experience with your no. beer? And I don't. Well, I that, can't imagine that you do. It brings up that debate. Like, are you really going for like a number or are you going for like you're trying to build a brand and like right, you're trying yeah. to like build an experience right. of like people enjoying your beer? It's like, yeah, you sold a keg, but then 50 percent of the people didn't enjoy your beer. because right. It was like frozen right. when it was served to you. Like, does that really serve a purpose? I'd like to see. Well, I don't think that their clientele is probably on untapped, but I would <laughs> yeah. be curious right. to look up. There are untapped reviews and see what people say about the beer. Yeah, I know. Um, I know our sales reps pay quite a bit of attention to like specific, like if people are checking into specific like spots and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if, if if it's lower at the spot versus other places, um, they did have their own um, private label stuff too, which I don't. It's not. It's not made around here right now. I don't know where it is made, but it's um wherever they're I guess headquartered at. But from what I heard, they were kind of shopping around looking for somebody in the Midwestern area here to uh, to brew for them so that they don't have to ship it across the country. So like in Indianapolis, Cincinnati kind of location to uh, mm-hmm. to brew. Uh, let's see. what It's Twin Peaks. I'm looking it up on Untapped to see. Yeah, here. where is this place? It's in Westchester. Oh, okay. Um, they're not verified, of course. Oh boy, <laughs> there, there are Twin Peaks Brewing companies, though, but that is not them. Um, yeah, it was just it was a really strange experience. I don't know. I talked about this, so I guess it's a good opportunity to plug the weekly pint too. On on, I guess it was last week's um, weekly pint, um, which is a live stream that I do every Monday night around eight. 30 or so, depending on what happens with the terrorists that I live with. Um, um, it, it's, it's just a live stream talking about something, uh, usually what's going on in the blog or what's going on in the, the community or craft beer community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but I talked about this a little bit on there. So, hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, no, I mean, are people checking in? Stuff? People are checking in stuff. Hmm. Um, this is their Drop Dead Redhead, which is one of their beers, four stars. Um, Psychopathy by Madry, five stars. <laughs> five star frozen psychopathy. Although, well, although if you think if those people have checked those beers in before, it uh, auto uh, rates. That's them. true. That's true. Their first, whatever their first check in was. Uh, Budweiser just found out they have beer here. Who knew? <laughs> um, there's my check-in of the drop dead redhead i can't taste it the ice chunks it's freaking frozen <laughs> um but no, i mean it looks like normal kind of um a normal kind of rating you know three and a half to, to four stars on just everything that i'm looking at so I, I don't know pretty standard yeah it's just, it's it's strange to me it's a um Especially, maybe it's because like I feel like the um, the education has gotten so much better with drinkers. Like people mm-hmm. understand when they go, when you go to a bar and they give you a frozen mug, 
more people question it now than don't like why mm-hmm. why did you do this <laughs> you know, like whereas yeah. this place that's like their that's a, well i mean it's one of their gimmicks i guess the the boobs are their other gimmick but um it's like this this thing that like it's on the side of the building and like these big letters like it's like, right. like a sign on the building that says oh our beers at 29 degrees and it's like oh they advertise it yeah it's like their thing oh. and then it's like oh well, interesting well that's not good <laughs> <laughs> and like and so then like when i was there i was like um Okay, like I get that's your thing and whatever. Let me see what you got in in bottles and cans. Maybe you have you know something that's that's packaged that I can because that's not going to be at twenty nine degrees and I can pour it in a regular glass. Well, what if it was? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was a no. can. All the cans are like misshapen and frozen. <laughs> um, they had some stuff, but not really like that great of a selection. Like mm-hmm. it was all like. Um, uh, I think I saw like Corona and some other stuff like that. And like, lots of lots of seltzers, you know, and like the stuff that, uh, you know, is almost solely in cans around, um, I guess truly is on tap places. But um, I don't know. I don't get it. Doesn't make any damn sense to me. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> I only drink a ton of beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we about to skip a year here? Mm-hmm. Is this the, the blank? No, I think we still have 16, we have, right? We have 16? Yeah, we don't have 17. Ah, okay. Yeah. I need to finish some glasses, too. I guess I don't have enough tasters. I need to get a, uh, a whole big box of tasters for mm-hmm. in-studio. There is water there, too, if you guys need water. There's enough water in this beer. We're good. Right. <laughs> Just, Just trying devil, to be a good host. Where is the Devil's Backbone? Oh, Devil's Backbone is in Virginia. Coast, right? Okay, yeah. that is a uh, Anheuser Busch owned brewery too. Gotcha. But those were free, that. so I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't, can't argue with free. They invited me to some kind of a Devil's Backbone beer dinner over at uh, at Dilly, mm. which was actually really it was really good. But I think um, we've done a couple there too. And they um, gave me a free uh, little flight paddle with flight glasses and all kinds of free swag. So. Um, I'll drink out of them if you give them to me. Right. <laughs> I don't, I'm not that. Uh, I'm not that uh, craft. Um, craft crazy. Uh, I, is that? A <laughs> I don't know. What the, yeah, you're you're not uh, you're not that snobby. To be more harsh. That's a good way. To a put harsher it, yeah. way to say it. I mean, I am like I. I don't foresee myself ever going to the store and buying devil's backbone. Right. Like the beer's fine and there's nothing wrong with it, but mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't need to. I don't know. That's probably true for a lot of brands though, mm-hmm. you know, craft or not that I'm just, I don't have any reason to go buy it because it's not, it's not local and it's not, um, the most amazing stuff in the world that kind of blows me away. You're not missing out. Sorry. We're trying to finish samples so that we have glass. <laughs> <laughs> There are two more sitting over there. What uh, what winter beers are you guys looking forward to every year? Besides thunder snow. Uh, this you know you know a beer I really freaking enjoy that I don't buy enough of is the Great Lakes Christmas Ale. I haven't I haven't bought in package. Mm. Like I think I've got it on draft a couple of places if I see it. But yeah. mm-hmm. I've not bought like a six pack I, of that in so long. I agree. Now I, I probably haven't done it in. Well, I bought it last, last year was the first time in probably, you know, two or three years. And, and I, I remember I grabbed it, brought it home and I opened it up and it was near the end of the season too. Like okay. there wasn't a lot left on the shelf. I'm like, oh, I'll grab it. And I instantly was like, why did I not buy more of this? So now I, I always do like one or two 
six packs like right when it first comes out. Yeah. So I um I'm a big fan of of Thirsty Dogs Christmas also a little heavier yeah. on the spice. But again, I I don't get it in packaging. I'm always getting like you know a pint it at the the local uh, grocery store. Right. <laughs> I uh, I'm we won't from, plug them too much on the show. <laughs> I grew up in Cleveland, so whenever I go home, like Great Lakes seasonals is what's mm. always in the fridge. Um, and I had barrel aged uh, Christmas mm. ale yes. for the first time what? at the tap room. It was super good. It was it had a ton of oak character. It was like really, really oaky, but still came away with like the like tad bit of spiciness that you would like hope for from. I think it sat in barrels for too long. It was like a year. Like I don't know if like Gray likes Christmas that has like enough legs to like sit in a bourbon barrel for a year. Well, see, it might, see, I wish like when when people make beers like that that it's known for that spice profile. I wish that maybe they would brew like the base beer without the spice additions, barrel age that and then hit it with all the spices like at the oh, end maybe to kind of give it hmm. some more of that character so that it's still kind yeah. of yeah um which nobody ever does. Right. <laughs> it always they always just put the beer into barrels and then you know, let it do what it does, but um that would be really good. <laughs> it, it it was really good. My dad even liked it, which is saying a lot. Um, my dad's like a big, like Amber guy. Like he loves like just like a typical, like Amber right. ale, whatever type of thing. Uh, but he appreciated it. I'm, I'm getting him into craft beer slowly. Well, I mean, if he's, if you, if he likes Amber ale, there's, there's plenty of really great Amber sure. shells out there. Mm-hmm. That... He's like pumped about Conway's every year. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Another one it. that I haven't had in forever. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of use the season more to kind of dig into the cellar a little bit and clean that mm, out and drink nice. some of the stouts that have been sitting around. You know, I've always have a ton of dark charge sitting around my house. So mm-hmm. there's always a bottle of dark right. charge that needs drank. Yeah. And like, it, I was like using the, the colder months to kind of dig into that a little bit, but right. I just, I'm always trying to just keep caught up with new things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you, can't, so, you can't do it. I don't, man. I don't it's... drink very seasonally anymore. The stuff yeah. that stays out in that fridge kind of stays um, a little more seasonal. Cause that's just more of the stuff to drink. Whereas in here, this is stuff that I need to drink. This I have to get through to, to try as I, close I, to everything as possible. Right. I have like three portions of like my apartment that have three different areas of beer. Like I have my cellar that doesn't get hit a whole lot. And then I have like, do you have a glass? What's that one? This is the, whatever year we're on. Did you just 16? crack that? Oh, perfect. Yeah, I just I didn't it. even hear you open it. Yeah, I didn't either, actually. You're like a ninja. <laughs> uh, and then I have, like, the stuff that I'm, like, readily drinking, and then I have, like, some specialty mm-hmm. stuff that it's not really for, like, special occasions, but, like, I'm only having one or two that night. I'll yeah, dip into that. So, so the way the stuff out there is more of, like, the craft stuff that's ready to drink if you come to my house and we're upstairs for some kind of an event or a party or something you that's can walk dipping into. you can walk downstairs and go behind the bar and anything in there is, is for game i guess nice whereas in here don't touch this there's it's here for a reason <laughs> be it something it's something special or it's something mm. that i have to try something i have to take a picture of something i have to gotcha. something um and then there's a fridge in the garage that is mostly full of garage beer, <laughs> like literally <laughs> practicing garage, garage beer. beer. There's some cheetah, some garage beer. And I think my wife still has like three Coronas from before she got knocked up. Um, and stuff like that, you know, the, I guess the garage drinking, I mean, that's, if, yeah, you're, that's if you're outside doing yard work or something, there's, there's that to go. My, 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 uh, fridge in, in my garage is pretty much full of craft lager and Natterday still. Nice. <laughs> That's true. Nice. You know what? I think there, I think there are um, five 
16 ounce cans of Natter Days out there in the garage yeah. because I won't touch the shit. I think it's a <laughs> Dude, it's so good. <laughs> it's so, I will be the first to admit that I love that beer. <laughs> I, I, I've been on record for saying I don't not like it. I, and that's, I, I, I may mean, or may not have, uh, we, we, over 4th of July, we were intoxicated as Americans normally <laughs> are. Um, and I signed up for Myers uh, Home Delivery and I got $20 off my home delivery and I ordered two more cases of it because we ran out <laughs> to my again going back to my wife she she loved it and went out and bought a whole bunch of it and then almost immediately thereafter got pregnant couldn't drink it and said well here you just take this and I'm like, when am i gonna drink this <laughs> like it just never i never find myself you know it sounds good right now you, you, know, you know what i do honestly so i mean it's good by itself but uh i was making uh mules Okay. You uh, use some of that in there as well and give it a little strawberry kick to it. Okay. Do you just do it with just like just regular vodka? Just vodka, or? yeah. Voltage vodka. Yeah, full voltage, <laughs> of course. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. I, uh, Actually, you know, hashtag I, ad. I don't know if I have any just plain voltage vodka on the bar right now. I definitely have the, the peppermint schnapps right this time of year. Ooh. I, I like dipping into lager, so I always have, um, like, Voss technically isn't a lager, it's a Kolsch. Um, but, like, I have Operation Steam in the fridge right now. I'm a big uh, craft lager guy from March 1st. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm pumped about the cans. I haven't, the I haven't cans gotten, are going to be good. Yeah, I haven't oh. gotten my hands in any cans yet. I should have brought some. <laughs> That's part of my other excuse. I was I was at work late, <laughs> whatever. Next um, time I will bring some cans. But then uh, I always have, like, Highwire's lager in the fridge. I love that one. I'm a big Highwire fan. Oh, um, I, don't, I, so I don't buy good. it nearly as much as I should should but man like everything from from that logger side of things to the sour program that they're right. really really good stuff that here in cincinnati kind of gets overlooked a lot 100 mm. my buddies and i always have like not a debate but like we kind of like pick a pick a brewery that like if you had to and for us you know breweries that we don't work at right what's a brewery that like if you had to only drink a brewery for the rest of your life what Ooh. would it be yeah. and my answer is always bells just because i feel like they produce a lot of styles really well so it's like oh whatever i really need like i can have their version of it and feel pretty good about it but like high wires really battling that take for me well it's it's interesting in you know talking locally like you look at what breweries around here are doing and like you've got places that are that that are focusing really heavy in different areas be it urban artifact the obvious example being all sour or even you know march 1st that like leans really heavy into this this logger side of things and that's you know shifted a little Not bit so but, much anymore but, but you know like <laughs> that's definitely what you guys are, are known for at right. this point, you know, and, and that that's true for a lot of places that they do lean heavy into these other areas. Not that they don't do other stuff, but, um, if you're looking at Cincinnati from another city and doing that same question, you're like, Oh, if you can only drink beer from one Cincinnati brewery, which one is it? Like that's, that's a hard thing because yeah. you almost have to kind of pick the place that has this wide stretch of stuff that they do on on a big scale and like it's or you really just gotta like find your style and be like all right what brewery like hits my style the yeah best. but like I, I as much as like i love sour beer i couldn't just drink sour no, beer 100% right? not. Know, yeah and even even lagers like i love lagers i could not only drink lagers for the rest mm-hmm. of my life like, That's I, fair. Need, I need this this wide variety of stuff i still don't know the answer to that question i don't think i could pick a Cincinnati <laughs> brewery well yeah. i was thinking you know every brewery but Cincinnati brewery would be hard too. It would yeah. it would be hard no matter what for me, but that's you know yeah. uh, kind of the the way I roll too, especially you know um, in the last you know what 
seven years or so, like things have changed so much and I'm just, it's so exciting to just be trying everything and watching this, this Mm -hmm. development from different places. And like, I, it would kill me not to be able to experience that side of it too. It's not even just the the beer, just watching this, uh, the story of places as they grow. Right. uh, It would be hard not to experience going to a craft beer shop's tough nowadays. It's like, you gotta kind of limit yourself, kind of narrow down what you really want to get. I almost know before I even walk in kind of, what generally I'm getting, I, I right. either a style or um, some kind of general idea. I want mm-hmm. something that's light and easy drinking. Mm-hmm. I want something that's dark and heavy, or I want something that's tart and refreshing, or mm-hmm. funky and you know nuanced. Like I, I know when I walk in what I'm looking for, right? And then from that, I can kind of narrow it down. But you're hedging off the bat. Uh, when uh, it's also a little bit easier for me too, because I'm almost always just shopping in that local right, aisle. I'm not right. drifting into the other stuff. That's fair. Well, if you go in with uh, the blinders on, it's a lot easier. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I, I will say, uh, when I left the the one big beer retailer in the city that you talked about earlier, um, it's it was so... It, it's We're so not much... talking about them because they denied me to do a show at their big event coming up. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you man. hate to hear that. That sucks. <laughs> well, you know. So you know, those guys. You know him. I used to work for those guys. <laughs> And um, it was so bad because I, I would walk downstairs and I'd walk out with a hundred dollars of beer so easily. <laughs> so easily. And now, <laughs> and now it's great because I have to go out of my way yeah, to go to a, I feel you know, a bottle that. shop or whatever. Because, right. And even then, I get lazy and I'm just like, oh, what do we got in packaging right now? Because that's what I'm taking home, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. But it is, it is, you know, even if like somebody just said, you know what, from today on, you can only drink at this brewery instead of making it that thing where you're making that choice and saying, this is the one place. If somebody like forced you into only drinking at one brewery, it's probably okay. No matter where that is, right? Every brewery has got something that you're going to enjoy no matter what you're looking for. I'll, uh, I don't know if my dad got this quote from somebody else, but his uh, favorite quote is there's no such thing as bad beer. Just <laughs> some's better than others. I That's, think he adapted yeah. that from pizza, right? There's like, no, I don't there's, know. There, there's no, there's no bad pizza. I don't know, but I've that's what he heard, always definitely say. Heard that. Yeah, because I try to get him into craft beer, and he's okay. always like, he he hates it, man. Really? He, yeah, he's one hundred percent like. Is he not even drinking beer? Or? No, no, no. 100% beer. But I'm <laughs> okay. talking like uh, Milwaukee's best. Okay. That's like he goes for the beast, you <laughs> hey know? Hey, man, I've had a couple <laughs> of beasts that's totally in my day. Fine, you know? <laughs> uh, or, or whatever's, you know, whatever's on sale, like Keystone right. or Natty or whatever. And Oh, man, we used know. to go bargain shopping at Party Source in college. Like, we were doing like $12.99, $30 the dollar beer, the dollar beer card yeah. and everything. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I never lived that life. Like, I, oh, never, really? I never went through that phase in college where I was, I mean, I definitely drank cheap beer in college, but it was just because that's what the keg was at the party or whatever. Right. But like, you know, I was also the weird kid that would show up to the party with a bunch of Mount Carmel growlers. <laughs> like that was like, I just, I was always that kind of drinker. Like it was, maybe it was just the time that like I, I, I you know, I was in college and the time that I grew up and became like a drinker. And I like, mean, I used to do that too. Um, on my 21st birthday, I came in, uh, well, I did buy a keg of Bud Light um, <laughs> for my 21st birthday, but I also bought uh, my first craft beer I ever purchased was uh, Old Rasputin. Ooh, oh, I love that beer. It, okay. Another one of those beers that I had. And everyone's all like, the wait, everyone's like what the hell is this? And like, Where's the Bud, Bud Light? And I'm like, oh, no, but I'm, I'm going to drink this for me. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I got to a point where I was like starting my nights with like a good beer or two. You know, I mean, we yeah. were still balling on a budget. So I wasn't like swimming in craft beer, but like I would start my night with like one or two. Actually, one of my friends from college was the Ryan Guys tour guide. 
So he would get uh, he would get some low fills every once in a while. So he'd yeah. hook me up with like some fronds or some truth. But low fills are life. Oh, dude! And like <laughs> I, with the cans, I, really, I was thinking about bringing cans, but I, I only have low fills. I know you guys don't care if they're low <laughs> fills, know, dude. <laughs> I, have, I have a ton of low. I have a ton of low fills with the Dunkelweiss in, in my fridge right now, oh, and they're yeah. so good. Oh, I love that beer. Oh, I love that beer too. I should have brought some. We, uh, I'm an we idiot just, for not. We just drank it on the show. Like what? Like three three weeks? Yeah, before maybe a month something ago, like something like that. Yeah. Um, Love it. Although it was named something different then. Yeah, we, we did switch up the name. <laughs> oh yeah. We're uh, we're keeping it fresh. Keeping keeping our consumers on their toes. So you guys um, um, at Sonder, you guys recently changed the name of the Dunkelweizen. Mm-hmm. You also changed the name of the Midwesterner. Yep. And it, it's unfortunate that was like a week in between that we were switching those names. We're not switching up every single beer that we're releasing in 2020. <laughs> Nothing feels but safe anymore. I know, right? Um, to I, need my, to, I need to keep a notebook. Right. <laughs> to my knowledge, I believe those are the... Uh, name changes for the year as of right now. Obviously, the Hefeweizen's getting a new name too, but we kind of announced that with the Dunkelweizen. Right. So, um, and it's funny too, like, I think if I had to pick like a top three beers at Sonder, like, those are both in there. Oh, yeah. Like, well, no, that was, that's hard. I don't even know. Well, I think for me, it's those two and Kenosha Kickers. I love Kenosha. I, I feel like that you have to, and you guys are a great example. One of those places that is just you're nailing a bunch of different styles right now. Like you're mm-hmm. you're hitting all over the board. Those guys in the back and are creative. Man. I feel They're like really you good. need to kind of put them into different categories. Like I can't just say the it's hard three, to lump the, them in. Like, yeah, yeah, the three best beers at Saunders. That's that's too big of a spectrum. <laughs> like I could fair. say, I could say the three like best like tart beers the three best like fruited beers the three best <laughs> traditional beers maybe <laughs> you know, it's awesome you say that man i appreciate it no, i'm having mean a good it. time um it's it it is fun watching um places kind of grow into who they are and I, I'm, I'm curious to see um as you guys kind of get some time behind things if there's things that you lean harder into versus others and um you know Dunkelweizen is a fantastic style. I hope people buy it. <laughs> I hope people understand yeah. it and I hope people buy it. It's funny. So we, it, I mean, that wasn't like a whim decision. Like right. that beer has been a top three beer in our tap room for ever since it's been on. So it's like, you know, it's finally to the point where we've been open for 15 months. We can actually start making some decisions based on numbers and the beer people like. So it's like, why not? Let's put it in cans, see how it does. Well, I know it was before you came along at March 1st, but mm-hmm. March 1st was the brewery around town that said they were going to brew a Bach year-round. <laughs> I do love Bach. I, you know, I love Bach. I would drink it, but I, I sat there in the chair when I was doing my thing for Raging Hop, and I was like, I wouldn't do that. It's, <laughs> and we don't. <laughs> but, it, it, but I don't I don't know if it comes down to, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if it maybe can change as, like, this community kind of shifts and changes and kind of mm-hmm. learns about stuff. Um, or if it just like nobody will ever buy a Bakir. I, I, I don't, don't think anyone will. I, I don't know. I don't think anyone will, man. Uh, Box, I mean, Bachs are so weird. It's yeah. like a weird, like I, I, I'm in the same boat. I'd drink it year round if I could. Um, but it's like a weird, like really tight time frame. It's mm-hmm. almost like, uh, you know, like Oktoberfest, like the second it's November. It's I think like, it's closer to pumpkin beer, like pumpkin beer. You have like that one month yep. that people drink it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Oktoberfest stretches out. For sure, pretty, pretty good. Like you can, if you if you can make enough, you can you can get you know three months out of a Oktoberfest beer, right? But, right. But and, Bach and beer, 
and the thing is, like, I mean, I feel like I know there's other you know places around the country that that embrace Bach beer, but at the same time, I, I think it's very much a Cincinnati thing. Well, the, and it's very much like you can't like go out of this little circle. The, like, I mean, the biggest know? the biggest Bach beer was Shiner Bach, which yeah, is that really a Bach? Beer? Uh, <laughs> very loosely, it's like it's the places that have you know big success with their Bachs aren't really making Bach beers and. Right. and uh, I'll get the grumpy emails of people telling me that I'm wrong and give me examples, <laughs> but um, the things that I think of at least. <laughs> right. Um, what do you guys think of the 2016? 16? I'm already um, getting way more spice. I'm, I'm, yes. I think it's that nice middle ground. Like it still has spice to it, but it still mm-hmm. has kind of some of that aged. Yeah, like um, the sweetness from the age, but still yeah. has some of the spice. I'm going to say that even though it's middle ground, I think this is my least favorite one. Seriously? Because I think the the first two ones uh, that didn't have a lot of spice had more of that sweet, chocolatey kind of flavor. And this kind of feels like it needs more spice. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if that makes sense? That makes like, sense. The spice has fallen it's off and it hasn't like, gotten to like the like chocolatey feel right. yet. I feel you. Yeah. The the 14 was like really chocolatey. Yeah. Like very, very sweet. I'm still sitting on a half a taster of the 2014 to see what happens when it warms up. <laughs> right. Uh, so this is 2018 that I just opened somewhere here. Mm. This one. The magical beer that made it. Yeah, that actually, that beer made it through a move too. <laughs> like I moved, Damn. I moved from like a house to apartment with that beer. I wonder if I still have any bottles left over that have gone through the moves of my life. I'm, there has to be something in there that is uh, right. Been well, you were just saying you bought this place in 12, right? Yeah, 2012, I think is when we moved. So yeah. you have bottles more than eight years I old? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. That'd be rad. Uh, what, what's the oldest bottle you have? I don't know. Uh, I, I, do I, you have you have a cellar? Yeah, I do, but I mean, it's I'm, I have a beer that's like maybe two or three years old. I'm not sitting on anything I crazy. Have, I have three bottles of 2008 Ooh. Worldwide Stout. Dang. Oh, that's probably good right now. Yeah. I had four. I drank one when my best friend went into the Navy, and I figured I'd pop one open on like my wedding day, firstborn, whatever, because those, uh-huh. it was almost the same story with the Thundersnow. It was in a closet, <laughs> like, where beer, like where beer shouldn't have never been. Right. And I was moving stuff around one day, and I saw those bright yellow caps, and I was like, Oh, dude, you had, like, you had like a $5 Bill in your pocket type situation yeah. where it's like, holy shit, I wasn't was like, expecting oh to find God. this. But, and, but at that point, they were already like so old, and I was like, no, we gotta keep doing it. I'm not popping one open. Like, you I might as well resist. commit to it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm committed. I'm I've, committed. I've always been curious. I want to grab some 120 minute and stash it away because I've always heard oh, from people I've that, it, that it ages that, well. Yeah. But I've I've never. It's it's hard to spend that much money on a 12 ounce bottle of beer. Yeah, what do they ring those at nowadays? Oh, they're like 10 bucks a bottle. I think. Really? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I think. I like I, a nice 90 minute every once in a while, but yeah. even then I'm like kind of, as I'm drinking more different styles of beers, I'm like kind of fading away from this like hoppy, like insanely hot. I, I definitely am that way. Yeah. I, and I, I, number one, I definitely enjoy maltier beers, but, mm. um, I just, you know, I, I'm also not getting to stuff as quick as I would like to sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, especially if I'm buying a six pack of something, if I'm buying something that's super hoppy like that, I'm I'm probably not going to get through the whole six pack in the time that I should. Yeah, but. I, right. And I don't, I don't know if it's because like I got burnt out by, you know, chasing all the crazy beers for so long and, you know, searching for the next big thing or maybe I'm getting older or maybe I don't, I don't even know what it is, but just kind of like we were, what you were saying is, 
nine times out of 10, like I'm just going for like an easy drinking right. beer, you know, whether it's our craft lager or, um, you know, I'm trying to think like some other ones, like all day IPA, like Love sign me yeah. up, like, um, but anything super hoppy or sour or, uh, well, the only exception, I'll drink dark beers all day. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll drink an Imperial Stout 90 degree weather. My problem is, really? See, I'm not there. I am that person. Yeah. I, I will, but my problem is always packaging <laughs> size. Like, mm. I don't want, especially when you're talking about stuff that's coming in a bomber, uh, you know, mm. 500 milliliter bottle or something. Like, it's almost more than I want, especially if it's warm outside. Well, yeah, that's I, true. I want people to package Imperial Stouts in those little eight ounce cans, you know, those little tiny guys. Ooh, yeah. I want it so bad. <laughs> well, that's like, I'm trying to think, uh, we were going to a concert, um, down at Riverbend and, uh, we stopped at uh, Streetside. Yeah. And they had like, I think it was like a, you know, a toasted marshmallow, something kind of stout or whatever. I mean, and it was like 90 degrees outside and I was like, I was looking down the list and that's the first one I picked. I mean, they got all these sour beers and, you know, fruity beers. I'm like, I'll take the darkest, thickest, like whatever beer you have. Like, let's go. I'm sure I'm sure you see it on social all the time. I see it whenever we don't have auto on tap. It's like, where's auto? Like, where's yep. where's the tiramisu sat? It's like, dude, it's like, like 95 on, degrees in July right now. My guy, we still have a brown ale on if you're into that. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, that's, you know, we get a lot of the, like, I will say uh, for the longest time, um, our our, um, our big hitters were all dark beers. So we kind of get the same thing as well, um, where where people are like, oh, where's this? Where's that? And we finally did a brown, too. And we were like, hey, like, here's kind of our dark offering or whatever. Right, here's, here's our kind of you dark. Know, <laughs> uh, I, I keep telling them, I'm like, you know, maybe maybe we come out with the Swiss chocolate stout again and do a Christmas in July and uh, pop some schnapps open, too. Oh, I think, that, I think <laughs> that'll be awesome. For uh, some sleigh bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. So, but, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, how, so you guys acquired joined forces with however you mm-hmm. want to word this uh fig leaf right um thing how is there a difference between the people that go to fig leaf and what they're drinking versus the people that go to march 1st and what they're drinking i think so um that's kind of data that we're still kind of collecting as we go uh the one thing we've noticed uh or like i you know i've noticed is um you know, a lot of the fig leaf beers are heavier, uh, a lot more alcohol content. Right. So uh, sometimes we see some resistance if we try to like, you know, do something a little less like. Do you think, and this is just yeah. opinion trying to like, do you think that you guys have trained your customer of what to expect and that fig leaf has trained their customer of what to expect? Or do you think, think that they so. just kind of gravitated towards the places? I think that, it's a different beast. I think they're both different. Um, again, it's still, I mean, it's only been a few months. Um, so there's not a lot of data, uh, but there are clear differences between client bases for sure. Um, like, you know, we, we introduced, uh, spirits up right. there, which is kind of part of the whole plan anyways. Um, and they've been kind of slow to take off. And I don't know if people don't realize that they're there or, you know, maybe the people that go there just want to drink beer or, right. Maybe it'll grow over time. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But um, 
it is it is very different. I I'm think. Just, I'm curious if it's like mm-hmm. a like a chicken or egg kind of thing where like the the the, the customer is here and this is what they wanted and so the brewery kind of mm-hmm. became that or oh, if I, I think the brewery so. built the customer base because of uh, what they had. I, I think that I've seen a lot so I can <coughs> I can say this with 100% certainty. Um when we when we took over um there was there, there were a lot of regulars at Fig Leaf that were very, um, very, very excited uh, for us to come in. And they all had their favorite beer that Fig Leaf had either either is making or made once and never came out, you know, never came out with it again or whatever. And they were like, either this beer better not leave or please bring this back or whatever. So I, I have this list of beers where I'm like, hey. You know, here's all the, you know, all the Fig Leaf fans and they love beer A, B and C and they want to see, you know, beer one, two, three come back. That one time in Newport. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and that I mean, that that conversation did uh, affect our kind of strategy of like what to do this year in terms of uh, producing beer like. The big beer is uh, inculpatory. Everyone's like, right. where's inculpatory? Inculpatory, like, we want it to come back. We want it to come back. And I was like, if there's one beer that is that needs to come back at Big Leaf, <laughs> it's inculpatory. Like, I, you know, I liked it. And then everyone else wants it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like we have to do this. But <clears throat> uh, it's a very it's a very different client base back and forth. And, and, I, and, and I think our clients, uh, when you when they come in, I look at our numbers and like, you know, they do like a lot of the the drinkable uh, beers, whether it's craft lager or some of the IPAs and things like that. But we're also getting a little crazy. Right. You know, you've seen a lot of uh, <clears throat> barrel aged stuff, uh, a lot of flavored stouts and things like that. And our clientele is starting to really like the crazy stuff too. So well, it's, it's so different. Like when you, <clears throat> when you have a place like, uh, I mean, Taft's, so when Taft's mm-hmm. opened up their second location, like I feel like, <laughs> When people go to Taft's, they know what Taft's is or fretboard with their mm-hmm. new Hamilton. When you, you go to fretboard to to go to fretboard, but like you guys are, you guys are jumping into not only a, a, a second location that's on the other side of town, mm-hmm. but that already has this identity to it. You yeah. know, it's it's so, you know, it's 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 different to see like the way people are expanding and the way people are growing. You know. Braxton, you've you've got, you know, you you know what 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 you're going to get at Labs. You know mm-hmm. those types of beers they're putting out. You, the Barrel House, you know exactly what types of beers they're putting out. You know, like, yeah. granted, they you know there's that that that, that crossover, I mean, a huge crossover. But mm-hmm. like, I wonder how those like uh, how how those client bases are different too. Like, it's fascinating to me yeah. to see. Like, it's like yeah, I love Braxton, but I'm I'm only drinking the, the Barrel House because I like the barrel age stuff. You know? no, <laughs> I, yeah. I wonder if that no, exists with them too. Like, you know, um, you know, I don't know, like. Um, you know, the one thing I, I would say is um, I would definitely like to see a lot more people from, you know, you're talking about like you're drinking at Braxton or the Barrel House and maybe distance comes into play with that as well. Yeah. But I would love to see more people from Cincinnati get up to Fig Leaf. Oh, yeah. And I'd love to, for more people to Dayton to get down on March 1st. But just kind of talking to people, I don't I don't see it happening as much as I want it to. It will happen. And I think it's it's going to be a slow kind of. Um, especially when you talk about Dayton and Cincinnati, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that have some kind of rivalry thing in their head. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really understand that, but 
It Let's exists. just all drink beer and be good friends. You know what I mean. <laughs> but places, places like you know, like Middletown or Monroe, like that. It's this perfect location to to start to provide that bridge to kind of tie those mm-hmm. together, you know, and that exists with Columbus too, with you guys, and like you know, trying to find that way to get people kind of pulled down and to kind of get people pushed up a little bit and start to tie all of this together into a much bigger, much bigger picture that we can't even imagine what it's going to look like, you know. Our location is kind of in a unique spot where. You know, some people in Dayton feel like we're local. Some people in Columbus feel like we're local. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, 10 minutes north of 275. It's so like we're obviously a Cincinnati brewery, but we're kind of flirting with this line of what's local and what's not. Right. It's all, you know, subjective. So, I mean, I, we're just the suburban rebels, man. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, sometimes I claim like Jackie O's and Littlefish as uh, a Cincinnati just because they don't have anybody else. Right. <laughs> so, like uh, the lines are, are goofy now and it's, uh, it doesn't really, uh, it doesn't really make as much sense as it used to, you know, like it used yeah. to be very defined on who was where and what that meant. But it's kind of all like what resonates with you, right? Like, yeah. So. I mean, uh, the, you know, the only thing I know is that the places that uh, are not local and that's, you know, places like platform and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are slightly easier platform. I'll even throw a brew dog in there as much as I, I think they're making some killer beer. You guys are not local. Right. <laughs> you don't care how big your brewery in Columbus is. You're not local. Um, other than things coming out of your breweries. What are you guys excited about lately that you've uh, you've tried or seen that you might want to try that you haven't got a shot to yet? Mm. I, I feel like I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm newish to craft beer still, so I'm kind of still venturing out and trying a lot of like legacy craft beers. Like I had Pliny the first time. Like ever, like a couple weeks ago. Were you disappointed or did it meet what you were expecting? It falls under the category for me of it's, I absolutely understand that it's a good beer, but it's not a beer that I'm necessarily like seeking out. Like I've just, I'm not a huge like West Coast IPA guy, but like I appreciated how good of a beer it is. I can, like, I understand how like well done it is, but it's definitely not, it didn't blow me away just because of it's not a style that I really fall my feel myself falling into right but, so i'm kind of getting into some of the more like legacy stuff like whatever i can get my hands on it honestly um trying some funky stuff um as far as like trends here even in uh cincinnati i don't really know um i'm drinking a lot more lagers nowadays um i used to just be like a big IPA head. I went to Xavier, so I was drinking a lot of New England's from Listerman and whatnot, right. which I still am. It's still the uh, craft style that I gravitate to. But um, yeah, just a lot more lagers, a lot more appreciation of the beers that are hardest to make. I I get that. I I don't know if it's like a um, I don't know if it's progression of craft beer, progression of individual drinkers, or what it is. But man, just lagers lately have just been exactly what I want most of the time. Like it, um, I don't, I I don't really know why or what that is. I don't know if it's me or beer in general or what, but I don't know. I think, I mean, that goes back to me saying like, I pretty much just drink easy drinking beer. Like I don't drink Mm -hmm. weird stuff anymore. I, uh, I was racking my brain as you were talking, (laughs) trying to figure out, 
Um, I was racking my brain as I was talking. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I don't. Yeah, I try to do that too, but I, I think I do better if I have some silence in oh, my for head sure. to think. Um, <laughs> um, I can't think of a local thing that I'm like super stoked about, you know, outside of, you know, what I do. Uh, but I, I will say, I think recently I saw um, the uh, that uh, dogfish head is doing the worldwide stout. Aged in Utopias Barrels. And I was like, oh my God. Like, Did you get to try the uh, the Barley Topias? I didn't, oh actually. God, yeah. Um, but that's the one thing that kind of popped up. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, this is kind of one of the first kind of, you know, real Dogfish right. Head, Sam Adams kind of collaborations. Really. They still aren't as, like, transparent about mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. arrangement. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's as, by design. Uh, I, I don't like it though. Like I feel like if right. you're going to merge, you need to, especially if you're the size of Sam Adams and Dogfish, like you have to kind of find some way to talk about it more than what they are. Have we seen like is Dogfish are Dogfish labels like you know where it says brewed from? Like are they claiming I Sam Adams or Boston so. Beer Company I now? I don't think so. Is but it I, still I, I under? Don't I don't quite know the legality of. Like ownership I, and whatnot. I don't think ownership matters at all in that regard. It's unless it's brewed in a Sam Adams facility, then you have to say where it's. Is that brewed. what it but is? It, okay. be, it would say mm-hmm. the, the city, so it might say, you know, Dogfish Head brewed in Cincinnati or whatever, which right. doesn't. It's not, but, um, and I I don't know that that's happened at all. But I don't think it's. I don't know that even it's going to. I don't know that okay. that's even part of the plan at all. Gotcha. Who the hell knows? This is a Cincinnati it's podcast, crazy. sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I mean, that's the only thing that came to my mind, man. <laughs> um, no, I dipped into it, too. Like, I, I'm fine. I'm being more adventurous with beer. Um, I know the big trend is local right now, and I feel like I drink a lot of local beer. Uh, I've definitely been, like, vocal with, not necessarily on social media, but, like, with my friends and family and whatnot of, like, I work at a brewery, and I'm going to be the biggest advocate for Sonder beer, but, like, I venture out and buy other people's beer a lot. I, I yeah. think that there's a lot of importance in that too. Like it's, it's easy to even not even just your brewery, but like it's easy to kind of get comfortable with what's happening in Cincinnati and get into this groove of what we're doing. Well, there's I think so it's, much going on. I think on it's though. important to kind of every once in a while kind of jump outside of that and see what else is well, happening. Even, even to branch out from there's so much going on. There's like, there's just so much good beer. Yeah, and like, yeah, you can't try all of it, but like, you can try. I'm, I'm gonna try. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree. Like, uh, there's there's this culture, at least uh, like on March 1st, where um, you know we'll see something pop up on social media somewhere. You know, whatever brewery, wherever, and like, oh man, like that sounds good. Like, I'm gonna try it, mm-hmm. and like without fail within the next day or two someone someone walks in with nice. a growler or like a six pack or something <laughs> like oh god it let's go let's go guys so that's awesome it's the same thing i mean you know it's uh you know it's said so many times it's not a rivalry where we all just you know want to drink good beer and be friends you know we can all oh. succeed together exactly. that's, that's the thing. my it's, thing it's yeah. like it's like music where you can get inspiration from what other people are doing and still be creative and put your own spin on what that is. I mean, mm-hmm. the idea of a love song is done. Like we, there's been plenty of love songs written, but yet every single day, another one is done. That is a little bit different and has some other spin on it. And like, that's to me, that's the same thing about beer. Like, yeah. You can, a Vienna lager has been made. The perfect Vienna lager has probably been made somewhere. I don't know what it is, but, um, 
that doesn't mean you can't make one tomorrow. That's not fantastic. and right. isn't yours, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's what makes it so fun is that you can, even if it's the same, the same kind of style like that, something that is, that is tried and true and is, is very defined. Like you can do it again and right. make it, it's still going to be somehow different or the, the situation where you're drinking, it's different, whatever it is. But, um, that's, that's what makes beer so fun, I guess. Right. That's it's a good time to be a drinker. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's easy. It's never been easier to find good beer. That's true. You can walk into a random gas station in Cincinnati and get fantastic beer that's fresh and local or, or not, or, you know, whatever your thing is, but, um, a gas station. <laughs> like that's, right. That's really freaking cool. Well, right? even like my college dive bar that we go to before basketball games, like, I can get a Listerman. Uh, don't talk shit about Norwood. Yeah. Any, anytime yeah. I'm there, or you know, is that Dana Gardens? Oh yeah, <laughs> one of, one of, I was there last night. One of my favorite establishments. I think if, I think if you go to Xavier, you're only allowed to drink there. Well, it's <laughs> it's the only place to drink. So. <laughs> but it's the only. Well, there's a couple places. There's a couple it's places. Safe but, place to drink. Yeah. <laughs> leave it at that. Um, so there is a an entire section on the gnarlygnome.com that'll eventually be a little more public. That is. Um, um, drinking guides to every area of town, okay. which is a huge undertaking, by the way. Do you need one for Norwood? Um, I got you. Norwood is definitely <laughs> on. The, I, I've been working through Norwood, but the idea is that each one of them will be a little more in depth than it is right now. So I want like in depth each one of these bars. I need to write something very specific about the bar and that involves a night of drinking at the bar. Right. <laughs> to that go sounds to, like a great assignment. <laughs> it is, but do you know how much time it takes to go to every bar in Cincinnati? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that. When you that, have a three-year-old yeah, at home. Because back in the day when I was doing Raging Hop, I thought about doing something like that too. It's, and I literally was staring at my computer screen and I was like, you know... I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very daunting thing, but I've been taking it little pieces at a time. And and again, besides right now, like not really like putting it out there yet. It's 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 building on the website. Yeah. You can you can kind of you find some of it if like you start region doing some by searches. region, maybe. You right. know, it's like oh, here's the north, here's the west, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, do little chunks. Yeah, it, it'll be fun. It's a uh, there's a lot of really great places to to grab a drink in the city. What uh, what thunder snow were we on? Uh, did we talk about the, so have we done 18? Uh, that's this one. That's here. This Is that one? the one I had? Okay. Yes. There's definitely has been I, poured. So that's the lead. I lead, don't know one. if we talked about it though. I need a little bit more. I uh, sure you do. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just finished my room temperature 2014 thoughts. Um, I liked it better with a little bit of it, a little, little bit, of a little bit. Well, no, I liked it better with a little bit of the the, the chill on it. Oh, um, it kind of mellowed out too much with the uh, oh, the, the okay. room temperature. I can see that. Yeah, and the fifth. You said that was the fourteen. Which one? What the year? Fourteen. The fourteen. So this is the fifteen that I left, and I almost feel the same way. Um, I I don't know what that is. <laughs> like it wasn't bad. It just kind of lost some of like and it's not supposed to lose I think, characters. Uh, more of the it. bitterness came out and uh some of the sweetness kind of faded away, I think. Yeah. The only sweetness I get from the 18 is like the malty sweet like the like the like it's still very crisp, but you get like a tiny bit of the sweetness on the back end where this is 15. The old the older ones were more like you felt like you were like getting some chocolate in it. 
Yeah, like, like some chocolate in there. I don't. Really, I agree. I don't really get chocolate. I just get more of like a like it's sugary, awesome. malty sweetness from 14. the newer ones. Yeah, that fourteen. Let's take a little nip. To your point, not a beer I would have thought would age mm-hmm. this well. It picked up some intricacies for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I would say if you, well, I don't know that I would recommend you age this beer, but I would say <laughs> if you've got some extra cellar space and you really like Thunder Snow and you want to just play around, I, I, I think... Five years is not not a bad idea. Like I think it's kind of a fun thing. I would do it like we did. Like I would try to get a vertical because I feel like if you just, just had a fourteen accident. chilling in the fridge or in your <laughs> cellar, like this experience adds so much more to than just hey, dude, I got a random two thousand fourteen thunder snow. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's it's mm. definitely a beer that we worked out the kinks of. You can wait eight years to or six years to drink all of these and it will you'll have some flavor to it it's not a beer that's absolutely going to fall off it's kind of shocking to me how distinct each one of the years are like they're they are different from each other for sure it's not like a well when we only did the three i feel like they were so close it almost didn't matter yeah you know what years did you guys do for that it was 14 15 16 okay gotcha yeah yeah did we was it 2016 when we did it or 2017 though i feel like Uh, i think or was it 17 and we did I, don't, I, I don't feel know. like it was 2016. Yeah. That doesn't. Uh, that seems like a really long time scroll ago. Scroll back on Instagram. <laughs> keep, uh, keep on talking. How long would it take you to scroll back to 2016 on Instagram? Uh, well, seeing <laughs> as I started posting less when oh, I started true. working for that one place, and then now I work at a brewery, I don't <laughs> think it'll take that long. Instagram all- needs a better way to travel back in time like that, like some kind mm. of like a like a scrubbing option where you can. I uh, I wonder if the uh, recipe on this beer has changed at all. I'm sure they've tweaked. I, I'm sure they've tweaked it a little bit, but I mean, I'm sure, yeah, I don't think it's changed dramatically. Though. It can't. It couldn't um, have. I don't know. We should, we should call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got someone's number at Matry. Let's do this. <laughs> um, hey, we we need to know about recipes for your uh, right I mean, now. I know that the uh, and the, the, not that this is any kind of. Um, any kind of evidence at all, but they have had the recipe for Thunder Snow posted on oh, there so the true. whole time. I forgot that they post recipes, um, which I love. I think more places should post recipes to give home brewers like a, a way to kind of Boom, play around. December first, two thousand sixteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Gotcha. Yeah. So that was that was when so that pretty, one was a freshie. Pretty nice photo too, <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> oh, that is a pretty good picture. I can always um, <clears throat> identify your pictures. There's a lot of people that I can't do that with. You have a dope style. Thank yeah. you. I've I've developed it over time, and um, I don't know. It's kind of hipstery. I, you see a lot of like the desaturated kind of like uh, you know uh, uh, not so contrasty kind of right. style. But I don't know. I kind of like I like it. I started doing it little by little. I mean, I've been shooting since 2008 
And I went so long without like having like my style and like mm. it's slowly kind of built uh, over the past, I don't know, probably four or five years. So, right. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Of course. <laughs> It's um, it's it's definitely one of those things too that a lot of breweries haven't uh, gotten on board with getting somebody like that um, on staff that can that can do stuff that has a distinct style that gives a brewery a distinct style. Like it's become, like it was it was fun to watch when Fig Leaf came on board. That mm-hmm. style kind of starts shifting into Fig Leaf, and I'll see a picture. I'm like, oh, yep, there, yeah. there's Josh. Well, I also <laughs> I also struggled too because um, you know not to like keep talking about March first and Fig Leaf, but um, you know Fig Leaf has an identity, you know, that they built up for right. you know, three plus years now, and I struggled with do I come in and just do it like I like me, or do I come in and like kind of let Try it be its own thing. thing. Um, and I think that, you know, so when you look at it, it is mostly kind of like my style, but, um, depending on how things go, um, in the future, like if we bring on someone to kind of do stuff up there, like I hope they kind of take it and run with it. You know what I mean? But for now there's, it's it's, me, (laughs) there there is like, you can't, it's really hard. And Mm -hmm. anybody who's in kind of a, a, a creative job like that probably understands that, that struggle sometimes of you versus this thing that you, you, that you're, you're part of and trying to find that, that balance between them and trying to find the personalities and how that, how that exists, you know, there, there's definitely some companies that have nailed it and Mm -hmm. understand and, um, and, and toe that line perfectly of, um, the people running this thing, balancing who that is and who being the the company and like that's that's a really hard thing to do yeah Um, and it's it's also really cool to see the individual styles of like people who do this but also like um kind of i don't know the vibe of the social media that has as well and like the content that you know that it's being put out like i like how you guys do like i like the podcast uh and i like the uh is it the New Brew Tuesday? New Tuesday. Tap Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Like, yeah. I almost said Thursday, but I'm. <laughs> but that's just cool. Where you're just like up there on the brew deck, like, yo, this is what's coming out. Let's like <laughs> bullshit about. It. Let's talk about it. You know, right? And like, you know, that's that's dope. Thanks, man. You know, and you know, you guys do that very well. But then, like, I'm gonna also shout out um, Mitch at Fretboard. He's got like a super dope photo style as yeah. well. Like anytime mm-hmm. I see something pop up in the feed, I'm like, damn, I like that. There's, there's a lot of like fun things that people like people who know who they are and like Mm -hmm. run with that Mm -hmm. versus like, there's, there's still a lot of places that are struggling with that. And like, you'll see them kind of pick up on something and then it'll stop and then they'll pick up on something and it'll stop. And then like, they're trying to just figure out who they are and like that. Mm -hmm. You got to know who you are and like, just, just own it and, and be it and then develop it a little bit. But you know, you gotta, you gotta know who you are for sure. Just have fun making shit. That's whether yeah. it's beer content, right? Right. Yeah, but <laughs> that, that comfort of um, of being comfortable with who you are and what you're doing is is I think a tough thing for some people to uh, to do and then to develop it. Like, uh, does that make sense? Like, for sure. know, to, yeah. to to be comfortable enough and then that you can just go and then watch that become its own thing. I don't know. It's it's hard to describe. <laughs> No, it's all valid. It's just a matter of, you know, 
you talked about being confident in kind of who you are. It's a matter of like knowing your clientele and knowing your brewery and just being entertaining, right? Like, I don't think anyone hops on Instagram because they want to be sold on stuff. It's like, yeah. Yeah. they're going to follow you and they're going to be fans of your brewery because they like your content and it's interesting and it's intriguing and you keep people on your toes and then you like build up this clout to like sell them a little bit. That's right. right. The, the entertaining side of things. I think a lot of people don't understand like on, on any social media generally, like, you know, yes, we, f- we follow places because we want to know what the new thing is that you're doing, but you got to make it fun or else, oh, yeah. you know, we're not going to watch what you're doing. <laughs> you, you, know, you, like, you, you can gotta, Google anything. Like yeah. you know, I can Google a tap list. I can Google like what's new from said brewery, but like, I follow the ones that like I find are entertaining, right. you know, and like I've actually had to cut out some like breweries that like I don't have access to their beer anymore because their social media platforms make me mad because I can't <laughs> I can't obtain their beer. It's like I had I had to fo- unfollow Allagash White or Allagash mm. on Instagram. So I was like, God, if I could just drink Allagash. Just cheesing me right yeah, now. You know, didn't we used to get Allagash here? I, I don't know. I don't think I'm, so. I'm, Maybe I'm pretty sure that like when I was like a young craft beer drinker, like we could just go to the store and get Allagash. Mm. Whenever I'm in Chicago, I come back with Allagash White, Curo, and uh, River Trip. There's a lot of places that I wish we could get that. But yeah. again, would it just become the next Deschutes where all of a sudden yeah. you get it and nobody gives a shit anymore? Right. Yeah, the local beer here is fire though. It is. Yeah. It, like I said, it's a, it's a really good time to be a drinker. For sure. Um, thank you guys for showing up here. Um, yeah, this is dope. North of the Wall. Oh, yeah. Although well, you guys, we're both from North of the Wall. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, your guys' favorite? Ooh, um, I think I liked Seventeen the best. Or not Seventeen. We don't even have a Seventeen. I think Eighteen. Sorry. I think I'm leaning towards like 16, maybe. Um, 18 had the spice that I was still looking for, but I caught a little bit of the sweetness. I lied. It's, it, the best beer is still the fresh one. I agree. The, I as far so. as what the best beer really? is. But Man, I really liked 18. The one that, that interests me, I think, the mm. most is, is 2016, I think. Mm, fair. But the the fourteen's good, especially now that it's warmed up a little bit. It is good, but mm. it's just kind of doesn't have that 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 pop that uh, yeah. yeah. That's I mean that's I think why I like the first or the newest one so much because I mean it's exactly what it wants to be. Right. You know what I mean, it really is exactly what it's supposed to be too. I mean, which goes back to <laughs> you think, kind of saying like, I don't know if I would age this on purpose, but if <laughs> disclaimer, you, if you I'm pretty some, sure Mad Tree tells us not to do what we're doing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Someone at Mad Tree's going to call you up and be like, yeah, what did you do? <laughs> what the hell did you do? That's, that's almost half the reason that I put it out on, uh, on social media ahead of time saying like, here's what we're doing. If you want me not to do this, I just think, tell me now. I think they liked it. I'm pretty sure they liked your tweet. Well, <laughs> It's just by default. I think if you tag them, they like it. <laughs> well, that's true too. Or oh, hold on. I just have to say this. Or uh, uh, platform for the longest time. If you like tag them in anything and they just auto responded, cheers. Yeah, that annoys me. Really? You never you never tagged platform in anything? No, I'm more thinking of like my response. So like general tweets at us. I'll do cheers, but then like if you're creative and you're 
content i'll be creative with my response yeah. no that's true but there like, are, talking there, about there are, auto likes and stuff there are a like, few places that just do the standard geez. response no matter <laughs> what you write i've seen people that just throw out a couple emojis and call it a day keep it moving yeah yeah, yeah. yeah whatever <laughs> not my you got thing, two but. you got two marketing dudes in here your, your show's about to be two more hours long <laughs> i could go way longer we can, than two hours we can do another two hours uh, maybe we'll put it up live and do an after show <laughs> um Tell people where to uh, to, to find uh, what you guys do. Like, give us a, a website or social media or something. I mean, it's probably pretty easy. But <laughs> me or you, who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, so, more importantly, you can follow like Sonder Brewing at Sonder Brewing, and then my personal accounts would be Danny Harold, pretty much everywhere. We'll, we'll put links to a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. in the show notes too. Yeah. So, uh, in general, it's at March First Brew, Fig Leaf Brew, Sycamore Distilling. Um, those are the three big ones, and then uh, you can. I guess I'm still on Instagram as Raging Hot, but if you want to follow my personal page, it still lives. I've I've been posting more on my personal page, Josh Tacular. Yeah. So I think I have to I have to throw you a follow. I yeah, think I, I, mean, I think I follow Raging Hop. I don't follow yeah, you. Just Josh personal. Tacular. Raging Hop's way more fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't post on Do you like Raging Hop more than Josh? Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Raging Hop's normally more drunk than Josh. So. <laughs> Um, and if you like what we do on Cincy Brewcast, um, obviously follow on social media and share it with people, but you can do some stuff that really helps too. Like you can get on Patreon and support the show. And those of you who do, thank you very much. And you have access to lots of really fun stuff. There's a whole super secret side of the gnarly now that you can find all kinds of fun stuff. And Sometimes I talk about things that I shouldn't talk about on there, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm not um, telling you any more secrets. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Um, but you know, you can get all of the uh, the the archive of weekly pint episodes and all that stuff on there too. So um, yeah, if you if you like this, then do that or or don't. It's fine. And um, you can always leave your drunk voicemails at five six seven seventy drink, or that's also the number to call in live on the weekly pint. So. Um, Thank you guys and thank you everybody for listening and we'll be back next week with more talk about Cincinnati beer. Thanks for having us. Man. <laughs> about, thank you. About, about yep. something. And uh, we're going to keep drinking and um, if you're not at work or in your car you should probably do it too. So. <laughs> I never know when people are listening to the show so it's always weird. I feel like I feel like they're drinking with us but they're probably actually not drinking with us. <laughs> they're probably wishing they were though. Right. Uh, this is uh, Cincy Brewcast. The voice of Cincy Craft.